Okay, good morning everybody. Today's daf is Bavakama daf Kuf Tes. We are holding on Kuf Ches Amid Beis at the Mishnah on the first wide line on Kuf Ches Amid Beis. Today's share is sponsored by Dr. David Lander in honor of his wife and children and Lila Nishmas, his mother Golda Bar Simcha Shalom. Also sponsored by Daniel Sadin for the success of Klal Yisrael in these times and Atzlacha for our soldiers and for our captives. They should return home safely. And also sponsored by, by Rabbi Sif in honor of, of my son Yisrael's wedding. And for the Shir and all of Klal Yisrael, that is Osek in Talmud Torah. We thank Rabbi Sif and we thank all of the sponsors very, very much for the sponsorship. So uh, we are going to discuss the following today. The Mishnah is going to tell us three different cases of a person swearing falsely about money that's owed. And the last of those three cases is the first of two cases where a person needs to give up inheritance money because he's the one that's being Yoresh, that which he owes to, uh, to his father. The, uh, the, the Gemara is then going to talk about if you owe money <coughs> excuse me, from a false Shavua to your father and you're the only Yoresh, what do you do with that money? Meaning uh, you're allowed to just keep it if you're the Yoresh, but you owe it to your father? That doesn't seem right that a person should be able to put that money away for himself. So we're going to have a machlokas if you can be mochel. If you're able to be mochel such money, it's going to be a machlokas, seemingly a machlokas tanoim. And then on Amid Beis, the Gemara is going to discuss whether the dinim are different for Gezel Hager and for Gezel Hagiores. That there is a din by Gezel Hager that, uh, that, that you give the money to Kohanim. So uh, where do we have such a similar din by Gezel Hagiores? And the Gemara is going to discuss other details about paying Gezel Hager to uh, to Kohanim. Uh, that's going to be pretty much uh, all of Amid Beis. Uh, so let's begin on Daf Kuv Ches Amid Beis at the Mishnah. So says the Mishnah, Hechon um, Piktoni. Someone, uh, a guy gives a pikadon to somebody else, and sometime later the Mafkid uh, goes to the Nifkad and he says, "Where's my pikadon?" So Amr the Nifkad says, "Avad, it got lost." So Mashviacha, and he says, "Okay, I'm, I hereby make you take a shavua that it got lost." and he says, "Amen," and that therefore is a valid Lashon of Shavua. So he took a Shavua that the Bikadon was lost. And then then Adam came along and told us that he himself consumed it and it didn't. It was never lost. So Mishalim Karen, he only has to pay the Karen. He doesn't pay Kefel because it was not about Gzela. It was just the fact that he had consumed the Bikadon. But Hodameyatzma, and if he, the Nifkad himself was Moda, that he had sworn falsely, Mishalim Karen Vichomesh, then in addition to the Karen, he also adds a Chomesh Vichomesh, and he has to bring a Karben Asham, because the Torah says, Vizvadu Eschat Hasomesh Arasu Veishivas Hashem Obrosho Vechamish So Yosef Elav Vinasal Hashar Hashem Lo. So it says Vizvadu, that it's talking about when he's Hodameyatzma, that when he's Moda on his own, that he took a Shvo Sheker, so then he's going to have to pay, in addition to the Karen, a Chomesh and also bring a carbon ashan. But what if the conversation went differently? Case number two. Heichan Piktoni, where's my Pikadon? Samarlo. And over here, instead of saying it got lost, he says, Nignav, it was stolen. And then, Mashbiachani, so the Mafkit says, Oh, yeah, I, I hereby make you take a Shvua. Va'amar Amen, and he says, Amen, I accept the Shvua. Ve'edim Midin, also Shagnavo. And then Edim come and testify that he was Gonevin himself, and it was not stolen by somebody else. He, the, 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 the Shomer, stole it. So Mishalim Tashlomi Kefal, now he's going to have to pay Kefal like any other Ganev, but Hodameyatzma, if he admitted on his own that he had sworn false. 
costly. Mishalim Karen, Chomesh, Biyashem. So then he pays the Karen for the Bikadon, an additional Chomesh, and he has to bring a Karben Hashem for his Avera as well. A third case, Hagozel is Aviv Vinishbalo. Someone steals from his father, and the father makes his son swear that he did not steal. Umes, and then the father dies. And after the father dies, the son admits that he had sworn falsely. So therefore, the son, Lechora, should be Chayiv in Karen, Chomesh, and Asham, but he owes it to the father, and the father's dead. So Rashi understands Libanov to, to, to his own brothers, his father's sons, meaning he owes the money to his father. So the Karen and the Chomesh, instead of paying to the father, who's no longer alive, he pays to his own brothers, his father's sons, who are the Yorshim of his father, O Liechav. Or if his father doesn't have any sons, then he pays to the father's brothers, because that's the Dine Yerusha. That if a man dies and he doesn't have any sons, so then the Yerusha goes to his uh, to his brothers. So uh, so he, but he can't keep it for himself. Uh, not no portion of it can he keep for himself, even though he's the Yorish of his father. Because since he has a chiyuv hashava, he has to make sure that that money leaves his hands because he has to return it to somewhere. Now that seems to be a din midrabanan. The Rosh points out that you have to be motzi the gzelim mitachas yado. The raya is that the Gemara right after the Mishnah is going to say that if the father doesn't have any Yorshim, so you should give Al-Arnak Shal Tzedakah. You should designate that money for Tzedakah. That's for sure not a Kiyum of Hashava in any which way. That's for sure only a Din Midrabanan. Minchaschinuch is Mesupak. If the Chacham would say that you're not allowed to bring uh, your, your, your carbon Asham until you're Motzi the Gzeil Mitachas Yado, even in a case where Minatora, you don't have a Chiyum to pay. Meaning, normally you have to do Hashava first and only then you can bring the Asham. What about over here when you're doing like this quasi Hashava? where it's not really a chiv midaraisa of hashava, because really you're the yoresh, you should be uh, the one getting it. Or there are no yoreshim, and you're giving it to the arnak shel tzedakah. So do you have to do that before bringing the carbon hashav? So minchaschinach is mesupak about that. But it seems that this din in the Mishnah is only a din midarabanan, that uh, really he's the yoresh, the god of himself, is the Yorish, and therefore he should be able to keep it for himself, but it didn't mean Rabbanan, that he can't keep it, so he has to give it to whoever the Yorshim are, whether it be his father's sons, if he has them, or brothers. Tosas disagrees with Rashi and says that, no, sons and brothers means the sons and brothers of the Gazlan, because, uh, but not, not the sons and, Gaz, and, and brothers of the, uh, of, of, of the, the father, because uh, the, the, uh, the, the, his own children uh, have Kedima to be entitled to whatever should have gone to him him more than anybody else because it's a, we view it as if he's dead right as if the Gazan himself is dead because he's not allowed to keep the money and therefore what would happen to the money that he's entitled to it would go to his children and only if he can't go to his children it then goes to his brothers the Rambam writes that uh, that 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 uh, he gives it he gives his own chilek to his uh, brothers, meaning the Bnei Hanigzal, his, uh, the, the sons of the person who he had stolen from, and only if he doesn't have brothers, he can then give his chilek to his, to his sons. So the Grub points out over here on the side that the Ramam obviously had a different gears than the Mishnah. He had the Achiv al that Achiv first and only then 
banav, whereas uh, whereas uh, the, the girsa in our mission is the banav aliyachav. So anyway, v'imenu rotsa, and if he doesn't want to give the money to other people and lose out his portion of the money, o'sheinlo, or he doesn't have enough money to get by, he's not able to lose this money, so there's a way out. Lova u'balichov banav v'nefrayim. He could borrow money from other people in the in, in the amount of the uh, of of in the same amount that he's chayiv to return. Return the money that he uh, that he that he lent to his uh, brothers to be mekayim the mitzvah of Hash- that he had bar- borrowed to his brothers to be mekayim the mitzvah of Hashava, and then the balichover borrowed from from the brothers the chelik his own chelik in that hashava. Meaning, if he has two brothers, he returns the money to them, and the balichov take one third of the money, which is his portion from uh, what he had returned to them, and the rest of the chov uh, he, he uh, the 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 balcho, the, 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 uh, the lender will collect directly from him. Ha'omer libno. Now another case in the Mishnah. If someone says to his son, "I'm taking a neder anah that you're not allowed to get any anah from anything of mine." Immace, if the father dies, Yershenu. The son is able to yarshen the father, even though he's being nena from the father's nechasim, but the neder only answers him from the father's nechasim while the father is alive. After the father's dead, the son is not answering those nechasim. But if he said explicitly, Bechayov, Uvimoso, that during my lifetime and during my death, then it may slow Yerushenu. Then if the father dies, he cannot uh, yarshen the father, v'yachsir l'banav, and he gives his chelek to the sons of the father, meaning his own brothers, Oh, or if the father doesn't have any sons, liachav to the father's brothers, meaning his uncles. Vim lo, uh, and if he doesn't have what to eat, so lova balichov banvinifraim. So you do the same trick we just mentioned before that he borrows money and he eats, and the balichov will come and collect from his chelak of the uh, of the Yerusha. Okay, so now the Gemara discusses if you're chayv karen v'chomish v'asham to your father, where we said in the Mishnah that uh, you have to be motzi the gzela mitachas yado and just give it out to somebody else. So we. Say Said, give it to the brothers, the, the son, somebody, somebody, but you can't keep it yourself because you owe the money to the father. The father's not alive anymore. What happens if there are no Yorshim either? What if there are no sons and there are no brothers? Some Rav Yosef, Rav Yosef says, if you don't have a Yoresh, the father didn't have a Yoresh to return the Karen and Chamesh to, then you can give it even just to Tzedakah funds. Just don't hold on to it. And that you, when you're giving it to the Tzedakah, you need to say, that this is Gezel, Gezel Avi. Um, the, uh, the way Rashi understands Rav Yosef's comment of Afil Darnaki Shal is if you can't find a Yoresh that the father has, that you're unable to find a Yoresh. And the Marsha explains because everyone has some sort of Yoresh. You go further down the line, you find some sort of relative. And the Allah is that you do the Hashava to any Yoresh, even if it's not Bno or Achiv. Uh, so it must be that, uh, that, that there is a Yoresh, but you just haven't found who the Yoresh is, and we'll talk about a Ger later, but this is if you can't find a Yoresh, so this is, uh, this is uh, by Ger, this is a different than they give to Koranin, so the idea that you can give it to Tzedakah means that there are Yoreshim, you just can't find the Yoresh, so then you give it to, uh, to Tzedakah, but you need to say, Ze Gezel Avi, now the Torah in Chosh Mishpat writes that it's not only 
<coughs> when you give Ta'arnik Shel Tzedakah, but whenever you pay back a Gzela, you need to say Zeg Gezalavi, no matter who you're paying it back to, even if you're paying it back to the other, uh, to the other Yarshim. Now this notion of giving it to Tzedakah is an interesting idea. L'chore, it is not a fulfillment of the Chi of Hashava whatsoever. It's only a way of just making sure that you don't hold on to the, uh, to the money. Um, the uh, the, the, the uh, Rav Moshe has a tshuva, where someone asks him, if one is Yotze Hashavas Gezela, when you pay in a way that makes it look like Tzedakah. So he says, look, if you steal from a regular person, you have to pay that person back. Uh, when the our sugya says, Afilu Tzedakah, it's because it's Midine Mamun, it really belongs to you. Uh, it's just that we, we have a din, that we, we need to be Motsi Mitachas Yado, so you give it to Arnakishal Tzedakah. But if you steal from other people, even uh, from your father, if he's still alive, of course you got to give it back to the Bailim, to the Nigzalim, to the people that you actually stole from and if you don't know who you stole from so then there's another Allah you don't give it to Tzedakah you give it to Tzarchei Rabin meaning if you don't if you know that you stole from somebody from an individual and Dine Mominus you owe that person money you need to make sure that that person will do your best to make sure that that person will benefit from the money. So how do you make sure that person will benefit from the money? You, hand, you, you use it to pay for Tzarchei Rabim. You, buy, uh, you pay for the Ner Lamar in the shul if, he, if you know that you stole from someone in the community and he'll probably benefit from that, uh, you know, from, from, uh, from, from the electricity in the shul. You pay for the paving of the roads. He'll probably benefit from that road. This din is because Medine Mamanis, you don't owe anybody anything. You're the Yoresh. So that's why it says over here, you give Lani Kishon Tzedakah. And then Rav Moshe points out that even in this din, you have to be very careful that you're not allowed to be machzik tov aliatzmo. You're not allowed to make it look like you're giving the tzedakah out of the generosity of your heart, because you're not. You're not really entitled to this money. So whenever you're going to pay for tzorchi rabim also, you're not allowed to make it sound like you're just a communal Jew who's trying to take care of the community and paying out of, out of the goodness of your own heart. It has to be very evident that, uh, or it has to be done totally anonymously, where no one will find out who, who paid for it, so that you don't get any credit for having done that. Okay, so says the Gemara, um, Amai, why do you pay to other people or to tzedakah? If Dina Mamnis, you know, you, you really owe the money to yourself and you're the only Yoresh, why can't you just be Mochel yourself? Milo Tanan, don't we have a Mishnah uh, that we're going to have, uh, that, that we already had, that says, Machalo ala Karen, Vlo Machalo ala Chomesh, that the Toveya could be Mochel on the Karen and not Mochel on the Chomesh. So uh, you're not Mekayim the Mitzvah Hashava in, that, in such a way. Alma Bar Mechilu, but it's Sounds like that it is subject to mechila. You just uh, can't have the gazela anymore. So since you're mochel, there's no more gazela, even though that you haven't been mekayim the mitzvah sashava. So so too when you're yarsh in the chov, so there's no gazela anymore. So why do you have to pay it to other people? I'm Rabbi Yochanan Kasha. It's really a machlokas tanayim. When we say that mechila works, that's going like Rabbi Yosei Aglili. In our Mishnah, where we say that you can't yarshin the chov and you have to pay it back uh, to somebody, that's going like shitas Rabbi Akiva. Titania, because we have a brisa. The Torah tells us that isha isha kiyasu mikol chatos adam limol mal v'ashem v'ashma nevshahi. So it says that you have to pay the karen and the chomesh. So vim ein ish goel lahashiv ha'asha. So if there is no goel to return the Asham to, 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 so, uh, so then you give it to the Kohen. Is there anyone that doesn't have a Yoresh? Even if he doesn't have a son or a daughter or a brother, there's someone, there's some relative, there's some cousin, there's some Yoresh that you're going to find. It must be that we're talking about where you stole from a Ger, and a Ger doesn't have any Yorshim. So since he doesn't have any sons or any daughters, after his uh, if he didn't have any children after he was Megayar, and whatever Proven from before he was a Megayer are not relatives of his. 
So a person stole from a ger and he swore that he did not steal from the ger and then he feels bad. So uh, he has charat on it and he wants to get a kapara. So he wants to return the money to the ger but he finds out that the ger died. He takes the ker and his carbon toward Yerushalayim to give it to Kohanim like it says in the Apostle. Because if you don't have who to give it to, so then you give it to the Kohanim. And then as he's going to Yerushalayim, he runs into the Ger, who's supposed to be dead. But it uh, turns out that he wasn't dead, that he's really alive. It was a couple of Bimilva. So they turn it into a Chov. And then the Ger dies before he pays back that Chov. So since at the time that there was Zokal of Bimilva, it was Yatimide Gzela. It's no longer Gzela. So now when the Ger dies and he's Mukh, it, he's able to be zochin in it from Hefker. That's Rabbi Yosei Aglili's shita. But Rabbi Kiva Omer, Ein lo takana, No, you didn't lose the money. So that's not, it's not a proper takana until you give the money to the Kohanim. You cannot keep it at all. So the Rabbi Yosei Aglili, lo According to Rabbi Yossi Aglili, the guy could be mochel the chov to himself in the case where the ger was zakaf the chov b'milva, and now there are no yarshim. And in the case where, uh, or, or and also in the case where you stole from your father and the father died, and you're the own yoresh of your father, so you could be yoresh to yourself, or you could be yoresh, or you could be mochel to yourself, or or to other people. Uh, if you're the nigzal is mochel to the gazlon, like we said in the Mishnah, that that's the shita so that uh, you don't have to pay to other people. But according to Rabbi Akiva, neither for yourself nor for other people can you be uh, mochel. Uh, like the Mishnah said, that uh, that's Rabbi Akiva Lashitaso. And in all the cases we have to pay, in, in every case, you're always going to have to pay the Karen and the Chomash to somebody else. So the Rabbi Yossi, who had didn't feel lozak for Milva, and the truth is, according to Rabbi Yossi, we didn't have to come up with this crazy case where you meet the Ger who's supposed to be dead and then you turn it into a Milva, and that's why you're allowed to be mochel and you're allowed to keep it for yourself. No, you don't even need to say that it was Zakva love Bimilva. He could have said that, uh, that, that, that the Ger died, and you could just be Mochel yourself and left it at that. Why did the Ketani Zakva love Bimilva? Why did the Bryson come up with this crazy case of Zakva love Bimilva? To let you know how serious Rabbi Kiva was about his Shita. That even if it turned into a Milva, still you're not Yotze until Yotze Gizel Mitachas Yado. Still you cannot. You cannot be mochel. So Rav Sheshes asks on Rabbi Yochanan's answer, if that's the case, that according to Rabbi Yossi you could always be mochel. And according to Rabbi Akiva, you could never be mochel. Rabbi Yossi why doesn't Rabbi Yossi tell me that mechila works for yourself, which is the greater chiddush, and then I'll know from there that for sure you could be mochel for somebody else. Meaning, if you hold that you can be mochel, the greater chiddush is you could be mochel money uh, for yourself that you would otherwise have to pay. If you hold you can't be mochel, the greater chiddush is to say I can't be mochel for other people. So, uh, so why didn't Rabbi Yossi Aglili tell me the greater chiddush that you could be mochel even the nafshe, that that that, uh, that that you're you're able to be mochel even for yourself and for other people. So why does the Mishnah that, that's going like Rabbi Yossi Aglili speak 
speaking about mechila la'acherin, the one that's gone like Rabbi Yosef should have spoke, spoken about mechila liatzmo. And the Rabbi Akiva, and and the reverse is the problem with Rabbi Akiva. If there's no difference between mechila liatzmo and mechila la'acherin, Rabbi Akiva holds you can't do either one. The Rabbi Akiva l'shmin la'acherin to lomatzi machil. Let Rabbi Akiva tell me the chiddush that you can't be mochel la'acherin v'koshkin l'nashed lomatzi machil. Then for sure you can't be mochel for yourself. Why is it that our Mishnah that's going like Shittas Rabbi Akiva speaks about Mechila Liatzmo, that, uh, that the Mechila doesn't work? It would have made more sense that the Mishnah that, that, uh, that, that teaches us that if you're Mechil for Acherim, that it does not work, that's going like Shittas Rabbi Akiva, and Kolshkin Liatzmo is a Mechil, and our Mishnah should teach us that if you're Yoresh uh, the father, so, so it's Nimchalov, Kolshkin Liatzmo, you could be, you could be Mechil, and that should go like Shittas Rabbi Yosei from the fact that the Mishnahis are, are, are set up in such a way that they both, that, that one says you could be mochel le'acherim and the other one says you cannot be mochel le'atzmo, that leads you to believe that it's not really a steer in the Mishnahis and it's not really a machlokas Rabbi Yossi Aglili and Rabbi Akiva, that it could be that that's consistent, that I'm able to be mochel le'acherim but I'm not able to be mochel le'atzmo. Ella am Rav Rav says, Hava ha, both Mishnayis, the, the, the one that said that you're able to be Mochal on the Karen and not on the Chomesh, and our Mishnah that says that if you steal from your father and the father dies, that you cannot be Mochal Atzmo, they're both Rabbi Yossi Aglili. They both follow the sheet of Rabbi Yossi Aglili. Ki kama Rabbi Yossi Aglili, Demotzi Mochal, when does Rabbi Yossi Aglili say that you can be Mochal? That's La'acherim. That's Dafka La'acherim. Like we said in the Mishnah, Aval Nafshei, Lo Motzi Mochal. Rabbi Yossi Aglili himself will say that you could be Mochal, yes, but only to other people, but not to yourself. You can't be Mochal yourself, and if you owe the money, you're going to have to pay the money. Ella Amai, so if you're going to ask that if you can't be mochel for yourself, why does it say in the Brisa, Zocha Halah B'masha Biyado? Why do we say that if the Ger dies, Zocha Halah B'masha Biyado, you get to keep it? That's only because it had turned into a milva, meaning we're changing our mind from what we said in the, from what Rabbi Yochanan said. Rabbi Yochanan had said that, look, Rabbi Yochanan said, look, Rabbi Yochanan said, look, Rabbi Yochanan I, what does Zakhman Love Milva have to do with anything? Nothing. Uh, Zakhman Love Milva is irrelevant, according to Rabbi Yossi Aglili. Now, the way we're understanding Rabbi Yossi Aglili is that Rabbi Yossi Aglili says that you can be mochel, but only la'cherin. You cannot be mochel atzmo, unless it was Zakhman Love Milva. If it was Zakhman Love Milva, then you could be mochel atzmo, uh, because then it's no longer gezel that you owe. Rava Amar, a third approach. Havaha Rabbi Akiva, that both of the Mishnahis, both one that says that you're able to be Mochel the Karen and not the Chomesh, and our Mishnah that says that if uh, you stole from your father and the father dies, that you're not allowed to be Mochel Atzmo, they're both going like Rabbi Akiva, and Kiyam Rabbi Akiva to Lo Matzi Machil, Matzi Machil. But when Rabbi Akiva says you're not able to be Mochel, that's only Lenafshei, but for other people you are able to be Mochel. So that which Gezel Aguer, that you're not able to be Mochel, it's because that's a mechila, that's considered to be mechila liatzmo, that even though it's zakvan alav b'milva, since uh, you were not, uh, he was not mochel and mechila gemura, he only turned it into a milva, it's still considered a gazela, and therefore you're not able to be mochel, because when you met the ger along the road, and uh, you said, Ay, vey, I owe you the gazela money, and he says, let's turn it into a loan, he didn't say a mochel, he said, let's turn it into a loan, so that's still considered a gazela biado, and therefore Rabbi Akiva is going to say, in such a case, 
that you're not able to be uh, to be mochel. So uh, so that so essentially three different approaches to how to understand how to reconcile the two mishnayos. One approach is Rabbi Yochanan that it's it's a reflection of, that that one is a reflection of Rabbi Yosei the other a reflection of Rabbi Kiva, and neither Rabbi Yosei nor Rabbi Akiva distinguishes between mechilu liatzmo and mechilu lacherim. Second approach is that it's uh, that they're both going that Rav Sheish's approach that they're both going like Rabbi Yosei Aglili, but Rabbi Yosei Aglili himself is mechalek between mechilu lacherim and mechilu nafshei. And third approach is Rava that they're both going like Rabbi Akiva, and Rabbi Akiva is mechalek between mechilu liatzmo and mechilu lacherim. So ask the Gemara mechlal Rabbi Yosei Aglili so Rafil nafshei nami matzimachil. Wait a second. According to Rava, that Rabbi Akiva is the one who's mechalek between mechilu lenafshei and mechilu lacherim. That implies that Rabbi Yosei Aglili makes no such chilek. And he holds that you're even able to be mochel liatzmo. So uh, you're able to be mochel for, for yourself, even if it was not sakva bimilva. El gesel ger de kamarachmana. So the case of gesel ger, where the Torah says, nisina the kohanim, that you should give it to kohanim. Hechi mishkach. So where would you ever find such a case? Meaning, whenever the ger dies, just let the gazan just be mochel to himself and he'll become potter. Meaning, for a Yosei Aglili holds, you could always be mochel to yourself. So you stole something from a ger and the ger died. So just be mochel. You'll never have to give it to Kohanim. So the case is that you stole from the ger, you swore the sheker that you didn't steal, and then the ger dies, and your moda after he dies. At the moment that your moda, where the chi of is chal, Hakarosh Baruch Hu is kona that money, and Hakarosh Baruch Hu says you need to give it to the kohanim. But if you were moda bechaye hager, then it becomes like a milveh, and when the ger dies, you could be mochali atzmo and you'd be potter. Then ainochinami. So the only case of gezel ger that the Torah says you give to kohanim is dafka if you were moda after the ger has already died. Okay, period. That's the end of uh, that discussion. So now the Gemara discusses uh, this general concept that when you steal from a ger, that you pay the money to, uh, that when you steal from a ger, you pay the money to Kohanim. So, what if you stole from a giyores? Is it the same din? Ish Amarachmana, the Torah says Ish Velo Isha, and maybe I should learn from there that it's not Isha, right? We have a general principle that the entirety of Torah is written Balashan Zachar. So we assume, even though it's written Balashan Zachar, women are chayv in all the mitzvahs of Torah as well, unless it's one of the exceptions, unless it's one of the handful of mitzvahs Shazman Grama that women are pater from. But even though all the Losa says everything is written Balashan Zachar, women are chayv in everything. But when the Torah goes out of its way, not just to write Balashan Zachar, but it says, Ish, so so very often, most often, we darshan that's only men, that that's a din that applies only to men and not to uh, not to women. So maybe by Gesel Hager, also the idea that you pay back to Kohanim, the Torah says Ish, so maybe that's Ish below Isha, Odilma, or maybe not, maybe Orche de it's just the derech of the Pasuk to write Ish, and you cannot be Mimait Isha from uh, from that. So that's the Shailah. So do we assume that this din of paying back to Kohanim applies to a woman? Woman who stole, who steals, uh, from, to, um, to, to a man who steals from a gioras as well, or only if you steal from a uh, from from a, from a uh, from a ger. Now uh, in Shulchan Aruch, the Rama writes that an, that an isha's chayiv in mishloach manos like an ish. So Prichadosh says, I don't understand. In Megillah Esther, the pasuk says mishloach manos. 
ish l'reyeu. And whenever we have the word ish, we generally assume that it means ish v'lo isha. So how could the Ramah say that a woman is chayiv in Mishlach Manos as well? So in Shuvah Shavos Yaakov, he explains the Ramah that since Nashim were also ba'osane, so the Ramah chayiv Mishlach Manos, just like the chayiv Mikra Megillah, um, because, uh, and by Mishlach Manos it also says kiblu aleim ha'yehudim. Ha'yehudim includes uh, women as well. And then he says that that which it says in the Megillah, Mishlach Manos ish l'reyeu, it's not meant to be mema'it isha, just like in our sugi, it says uh, two possibilities, right? Our Gemara raises the possibility that it says ish, maybe ish means velo isha, or maybe urche dekrahu, meaning the assumption that it's a possibility that when it says ish, ah, it's a manner of speaking, it's normal to write that way, even when we're talking about nashim as well. So, so the Ramah is not against the Pasuk when he says that women are chayiv in uh, Mishlach Manos. The Rabbi Yaakov Emden writes in the Tshuva that li nirashu din emes v'yashu, that the Ramah is, is absolutely correct. Why you think every time it says ish, it's lahot isha, and then he has a collection of psukim that are clearly that say ish and clearly relate to uh, to isha as well. So he collects from all over the place where you find such uh, such psukim. So mishalach manos ishrei is no different. So anyway, so back to the shaila. The gemara says, okay, gezala giores. So do you uh, do you pay back to kohanim or not? So I'm rav rav aron the ravina. Tashima, Titania, the Bryce says, it said in the Torah, in the Parsha of Gezel Ger, it says, So we darshan ish, ainly, ala ish. I would only know that if you that if you steal from a Ger and you, that, 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 uh, uh, and you swear the Shekhar and, and uh, he dies in your mother, you give it to Kohanim. Isha, but if you steal from a Giyores Minayin, how do I know that you have the same din that you give it to Kohanim? So Kshuomer, when the Pasuk says Hamushav, after I had already said Lahashiv, Hare Kanshnaim, so there are two times it says Hashava in the Pasuk, must be because one for an Ish and one for an Isha. But if that's the case, why would the Torah go out of its way to say the word ish? So ish And ish, you have to look to see if he has any sons and to give to them, and only if not, to give to the Kohen. It says, I mean, it could be that, uh, that he has a Kohen, and, and uh, it could be that he doesn't. But ish is not to exclude isha, it's to exclude katan. Katan the You don't have to do too much research by a katan to see if he has any by a ger katan to see if he has any relatives to return to. You know that he has no goalin, and therefore, since you know that he doesn't have any goalin, you can give it straight to the Kohen without doing without doing too much research. So the uh, the Rishonim are bothered. How could you have a chiv? This chiv ever exists by a ger katan? The chiv by is gesel ger is only when you're nishba when the gazlin is nishba when he swears falsely. Well, wait a second. Uh, the halacha is, the Gemara is going to say later on that we're in Nishba and Altainus Katan. We're going to have in tomorrow's daf that you don't take a Shavua on a Tainus Katan. So if the Ger is a Katan, how could you ever have a Chiv Shavua to begin with that you could ever generate such a case? So Tulsa says two Terutsa. Number one, Tulsa Simsech Sanhedrin Daf Samaches says that we're talking about where you Chayv Shavua al pi Eidus Eidechot. That an Eidechot Kinegdo is also a Chayv Shavua. The other possibility says we're talking about where you Kafatz Vinishba Mayatzma that no one ever asked you to swear, but you volunteered to uh, to swear. The other issue that comes up over here is Tulsa says that we're talking about Gezel Ger. How would a Ger Katan ever have money in the first 
first place. So how could a katan ever have money in the first place that you had stolen from him that this would ever this would ever come up? So Tosa says, but if Dasacheris Makna, if someone else is makna to him, then the katan can own things. So that must be that must be the case. Okay, Tan So the uh, the, the Bryce that tells us as follows. It, and he gives it to the Kohen that's working in that Mishmar. Is it the Kohen in that Mishmar? Maybe you can give it to any Kohen. So we know that it must be talking about the Kohen in that uh, in that Mishmar. And uh, the the uh, the Rishonim point out that normally we would you know when it comes to Kabbalos, Besar Kabbalos, and things like that, it's not just going in that Mishmar; it's the going in that base Av who's working that day that's entitled to it. But over here, apparently, we only limit it to the Mishmar and not to the to the to the uh, to, we we and we don't limit it more narrowly to the base Av that's within that Mishmar that happens to be doing the Avoda that day. Gozel Kohen, a person stole from a Kohen, the, the person who stole is a Kohen, and it comes time for his Mishmar and his Moda. Since Gezel Ger is supposed to be paid back to Kwanim anyway, and I'm holding on to it because I'm the one that stole it, and guess what? I'm a Kohen. So Yehesha let me just keep it. I don't have to give it to the other Kohanim. Vidinu, and it's a Kalvachomer, really, because Iba Shalacherim, by Gezel Ger, where Yisrael brings after uh, after uh, the, the, that week who Zoha this Kohen would be able if Yisrael were to bring Gezel Ger to the base of Migdash uh, he, this Kohen would be able to be Zoha in that Gezel Ger so Bishalatzmo when it's his own local Shkain, he should be able to be Zoha Rabbi Nassim Rabbi Nassim says in this Kalvachomer in a slightly different Lashon if Karbanos, which a Kohen does not have any Chelek in until it enters his Rishus, the Karban that the Kohen brings uh, after, uh, that, that, that another Kohen brings Lahakrava, even though it's not his Mishmar in that week, he's able to come and be Makrivit, his Karban, and, 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 and the, the Basra and the Ari is able to keep, and he doesn't have to give it to the Kohanim that are working in the base of Mikdash that week. He doesn't have to give it to the Kohanim of that Mishmar. So, and nevertheless, when uh, the, 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 you give it to another Kohen in that Mishmar to be makri for you, none of the other B'nai Mishmar are able to take it from him because the Pasuk says so Gezla Ger which a Kohen has a Chilik in uh, before it enters his Rishos meaning Gezla Ger that a Yisrael were to bring to any of the B'nai Mishmar uh, they would be motzi from him and they would divide among all the other B'nai Mishmar Gezla Ger you're not allowed to earmark to a particular Kohen in the Mishmar you just bring it and they divide it among all the B'nai Mishmar. So when it's Nichnas Rushuso, so all the more so, no one else should be able to take it. When the coin himself stole uh, from the Ger, it should remain in his hands. So the Bryce says, Lo, uh, that's not a Kalvachomer. If you're going to talk about something that he has no Chelek in until it comes into his Rushus, that when it comes into his Rushus, he takes it for himself. That just like he does 
doesn't have a chilek, and neither does anybody else. So there's no one to be toveya him. So Tamar Bekezel, you can say by the same thing about a Gezel Aker, that he's going to take it for himself. Shekshem shiyesh lo chilek bo, kach yesh la'acherim chilek bo. By Gezel Aker, he may have a chilek in it, but so does everybody else, and they could be toveya him. El gzelo so since the Kalvachomer is uh, Nifrach, so the Halach is that whatever he stole is multi mitachas yada, and we divide it to all the Kahnim in the Mishmar. So if a Kohen happens to be the one that stole from a Ger, and he was Nishval Shakar and everything, and now he's got to give it to the Kohanim, even though it's his Mishmar, he does not get to keep it for himself, he has to divide it among all of the Bnei Mishmar. So the Gemara asks on the Brisa, how can the Brisa say that a Kohen who steals from a Ger, that we're Motzi the Gezele Miyado, and we divide it among all the Kohanim of that Mishmar, Vaksiv, but doesn't the Pasuk say, Vi'ish as Kedoshav lo yiyu, that the Kohen is able to be makriv his Karbanos on his own whenever he wants, and he gets to keep the basra of the Karban and the, and, the, and the hide of the Karban. So Mela, the, the El Ha'asham that he brings for, for this Avera of, of, of Gezel, he's also able to be makriv, because if he's a, any Kohen is always allowed to bring his own Karbanos and keep the meat of the Karbanos, why should the Asham be any different? So and since we learned that Milvad El Akipurim, that uh, that that whoever the Asham goes to, the money goes to as well. So the same should be true over here. Let him be able to keep the money for himself. So the Gemara answers: the the Kohen does not have to bring uh, the, his Gezel to other Kohanim, but Achamayeskinim becoming Tame. That over here the Bryce is talking about a Kohen Tame, that he's not able to be makr of the carbon by himself, for himself, and therefore he has to give it to the Kohanim Mishmar. So Mela the Gezela has to be paid back to the Kohanim Mishmar as well. Meaning basically in a chinami, that if you, since he's entitled to bring his own carbon, he's also entitled to keep the money. But if it's a case where he can't bring the carbon because he happens to be Tameh, so then Meili's going to have to give up the money as well. So frankly, if we're going to be talking about a Kohen Tameh, Rabbi Nassim's talking about a Kohen Tameh, how could it call it a Kohen Tameh has no Chelek in these Matanos? Kohen Tameh is not Makrav, is not Cholek, even in the, in the or of the Karbanos. And the, the rest of the Kachem Mikdash, including Gezal Ager. So it must be that the Bryce is talking about a Kohen Tar, that he's able to be Makriv. So therefore the Kasha comes back. Why are we Motsi the Gezel from him? He could be Makriv the Asham on his own because it's his. And once he could be Makriv the Asham, can't he keep the Gezel as well? So says Gemara Ella, the Bryce is talking about a Kohen Tar. The fact that we take away the Gezel Ager from him is because Asya, La Kohen, La Kohen, Special Limud, that ain't <laughs> his own carbon he's allowed to bring. Even the carbon Asham and he's tar and he's able to bring it. But we have a limud la calling the coin we stay that says that he's not allowed to keep the gazel. Why? Detanya, because the Bryce says by Stehuza, what's Stehuza? That a person uh, yarshins a field from his uh, ancestors from his father and if uh, the Bailam is maktish the field and the gizbar then sells it to other people so you give that field your own ancestral field to hegdish then the gizbar of hegdish goes and sells it to other people so when yovel comes the uh, it gets taken away from whoever it was sold to and it gets divided among the kohanim of that mishmar that happened to be serving at the time that Yovel hits. So whoever happens to me, whatever family of Kohanim, whichever of the 24 Mishmaros, happens to be working when Yovel hits, all of these fields that were Huktash are going to go to, to that Mishmar.
Nishmar. So we darshan achuzaso matam lomar. Why does it have to say achuzaso? Could just said akoin tiyah. So minay so minay lisada yotz lekarim biyovel. So it's coming to teach me that how do I know that a stay achuza goes to karim biyovel uga'ala and before the yovel someone bought it from the gizbar echon in akarim. One of the kohanim who whose mishmar it is in yovel is the guy who bought it from from the gizbar. Meaning someone was makdish this field. So we said that the Gizbar then went and sold it. So then when Yovel comes, that field is going to go to all the Kohanim. What if one of those Kohanim is the guy who bought it? So Minayin Shalom Yomer, how do I know that that coin can't say, well, look, hold the Yatsal Kohanim Yovel, since anyway it goes to the Kohanim of my Mishmar in Yovel, and I'm holding on to the field. Let me just keep it. Why do I have to split it with everyone else? Why do I have to divide it with everyone else? Vidinu, and it makes sense. Bishalacher, other people's fields that uh, that that Yisrael was poda, and Izocha, I would get a portion of. Bishalatzmi lokolshkein. So if it's my field, I'm the one that was poda, I'm the one that bought it, so I should get the whole thing. So Tamlomer kisteacherim lakohen tia achuza so that it's telling me achuza shalo that only the the achuza is his vein zo shalo. But this is not is not is not his. This is not his achuza from his own forefathers, and therefore he's just happens to be the guy who bought it from the Gizbar, and therefore he's not entitled to uh, keep it. So what's the din? They divide among all the Kohanim of that Mishmar. So now what does the Gezer Shava teach me? That it says, And it says, So just like the and goes to all of the B'nai uh, Mishmar, to everyone who's a, who's a member of that Mishmar, so to by Gezel the Gezel and it's Mishalik among the entire Mishmar. So even though he is entitled to bring his carbon, but the Gezel itself is going to have to be divided among all of the B'nai Mishmar. Okay, but tomorrow we'll pick up at the two dots on the bottom of Kuf Tesem. Have a great day, everybody.